Welcome to the STR Insiders Podcast. We share tips for achieving your STR goals, aha moments, funny stories, and all the latest gossip of this STR life. Listen in as we keep it real and maybe a little sassy, celebrate successes, and own all the mistakes we've made along the way. Whether you're new to real estate investing, new to short-term rentals, or a seasoned pro, there's something here for you. Jackie is an STR property manager who consults with individuals looking to grow their own property management firm. Tracy owns STR consulting and media firms that provide education to investors who want to learn all about STR investing. For more information, please visit www.thestrinsiders.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the STR Insiders podcast. Today, we're talking about some of the listing mistakes we see with new Airbnb setups. One thing specifically that I want everyone listening to know is that you need to thoroughly and properly disclose your audio and video recording equipment. And I mean thoroughly. If you're not sure, message me and I will give you some examples. It's going to vary by property and what you have and where it is, but that generally is the rule is like what it is, what it's recording, when, and where it's located. Like those are the types of things that Airbnb wants. And this might be the best way to get banned accidentally if you're not paying attention. Then there are two different ways that you have to disclose it on the listing. And again, it's like you go through the prompts. It's not the most intuitive thing. It's not all clear. And I think you have to do one in the initial setup prompt and then go back in and do the additional in the disclosure in the written section. So it's an easy thing to miss when you're setting up a listing. And if something happens and a guest sees the camera or you have a guest issue and you have to mention the recording when you're talking to Airbnb, either one of those scenarios, your listing is going to get locked down for weeks. Typically, if you disclosed it properly, you'll eventually be able to get unlocked. If you didn't, I don't know. Have you had that happen? I don't know that I've seen anybody recover from that, but I could be wrong. I've never seen anyone recover from that, but I am very particular about, and and I'm not just particular about just you know, disclosing them in particular, how I communicate them. I'm going to tell them specifically where it faces and what's getting captured on camera. I'm also going to communicate that it captures, you know, motion and sound or whatever it is. I'm really particular about how they're monitored too. Back in business school, when I took business law, I viewed lawsuits where people were sued because there were cameras on site and somebody drowned. And, you know, they got sued because somebody watching the camera didn't save them. It can go both ways where it's like, you have to specifically say, these are not monitored all the time, but they are checked as needed and routinely. And that's how I say it, because it's like, we are not watching, we cannot save your life. Right. This isn't 24 hour security. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't want you to feel like I'm watching all the time and creep you out. But I don't want you to think I'm not watching and protecting my property. Right. It's a delicate balance for sure. <laughs> this delicate balance. And, and truly, like, we really do watch them 
routinely and as needed. Like we pull them up randomly and sometimes we pull them up on certain holidays, you know, and sometimes we, this guest was being a little funny. So we're just going to watch them check in, you know, like we really do. We use them, but we don't use them frequently. It's not your Saturday night entertainment to, to watch the watch video. You, no, you know? <laughs> honestly, I try to avoid watching mine as much as possible because people are stupid and, and they're on vacation and they may say or do things that get under your skin that in the grand scheme of things don't actually matter. And you're honestly better off not knowing. I always tell my clients, like, don't watch them. <laughs> don't. I typically look the day of check-in is when I'll be looking at the cameras to make sure someone arrived and that the party that checked in is at least similar to what was on the list, the, the re reservation. You know, we will flag certain guests if we're a little on the fence about them and we'll absolutely keep an eye. But like, I think it's easy when you're, and you're only watching exterior cameras, right? Like, yep. I'm just going to throw that out there. There's no, no interior. interior. No. Do not do interior cameras. That is illegal. Well, it varies in, in how you're doing it, but still don't recommend it. Oh, wholeheartedly don't do it. I know that you can technically get away with entryways and that sort of thing, but like, don't do it. Don't do interior cameras. But if you're watching these exterior cameras, you start to make up stories in your head of what's going on in a way like you can come to conclusions that aren't true and at the end of the day like how did they leave your space you know like it doesn't matter if you like them or not it doesn't matter if you think they're carrying certain things in or not like at the end of the day like how many people showed up and how did they leave your space after they left is what matters don't feel like you need to watch the cameras all the time. Actually, I advise that you don't. You don't want to be stressing out, worrying when there's nothing you can do. Only watch the cameras if you think a party could be happening or, you know, like they're going to bring extra guests or that sort of thing. That's what the exterior cameras are for. Yeah, I had a, uh, a guest say recently and the cleaner is sure that they had a pet. So I watched days of video. And I never saw one. So like I just ate that pet fee from the cleaner because I could not prove it. And that was one of the most boring and annoying evenings of my life. Yep. <laughs> Trying to go through like, cause this was like a week long stay and you know, I have a pool and I'm at the beach. So people are in and out constantly. And I'm just like, scrolling through like fast forwarding it like because they're just like you know i'm just uh it's so annoying so i think and, and i'm guilty of this too so this is i'm not judging other people i'm speaking from my own personal experience when you get your especially your first property and you get your cameras you're really inclined to watch them a lot because you want to understand what's happening who's coming you want to make sure your investment is relatively safe but I think as long as either you or your manager is screening guests well and you understand who you're speaking to in terms of your ideal guest, the incidences of problems are very, very low. When I see someone talking about they keep having problems with guests. Now you've heard me complain about problems with guests, but I'm t they're leaving like a stain or breaking a flamingo or something that fell off a table. Like they're not really being animals. Normal. 
Right. It's normal wear and tear. But what I'm talking about is like parties, like repeated times or theft or, you know, real issues with guests. It's happening repeatedly at a property. My question goes to the property. Like what is going on with like, is it the location? Is it the decor? Is it the copywriting photography? Is it the guest that you're speaking to? There's something else going on. If you feel like you have to watch your cameras constantly to protect your property, there's something else you should actually be spending that energy on. I really like to use cameras to see how the yard work was done by the person I hired to do the yard work. I really like to use the cameras to make sure the snow removal showed up. Or the cleaners. (laughs) Yep. And then if something happens, like if something happens or something goes missing or something breaks, I like to watch the cameras after Yep. to see if I can find anything or if the space was left in awful shape. Like, you know, I like to watch the cameras after to see what was going on. The only time I'm really watching cameras during a guest stay, really, it's just when, you know, maybe they were borderline when we were screening them. Maybe they were borderline or maybe they mentioned something and we, we said, Hey, you know, you can't have gatherings at the home, but here's a really cool place nearby that you can have a gathering. Maybe I'm watching those cameras to make sure they don't have that gathering and that they went up the street. But even then it's like, if something is happening during a guest stay, I don't advise you to say anything to them for the most part, unless it's something major while they're in your space, don't say anything to them. Yeah, not unless you're ready to escalate with them. And a lot of us will get into a place where we think we are. But you really need to think about your intended outcome before you open that can of worms. Because they still have right to your space and they can do things in your space. Yeah. Well, and I mean, not even worrying about the review on the back end. But to your point, like when I'll see someone post, they brought a pet or they brought extra guests or they're being loud. And and my response is, are you prepared to throw them out? Before you say a word, you have to start thinking about worst case scenario. If this escalates, if they don't get in line, do they call my bluff? Or am I really prepared to enforce this thing? And it can go either way. And it's an individual decision. And it's definitely case by case. There are times where I'm like, yep, they can leave right now. And there are other times where I'm like, I'm annoyed and I'm going to leave them a terrible review, but it is not worth upsetting the apple cart because it's not that big of a deal. And I think that we all have to decide where those lines are kind of in advance, like have a sense of where your boundaries really are, you know, and what you're willing to overlook to a degree. Because if it's small, like say they bring a dog or something, let it go. Don't say anything. Don't jeopardize your review. But take that camera footage. And after the review process has started, maybe they wrote you a review quickly, file a claim and use your camera footage to hopefully collect an additional fee. And leave them an honest review. And leave them an honest review. And you can still be respectful and kind to them and say, this is why I'm doing A, B, and C. Um, I have to make sure that the cleaner is taken care of and the cleaner had to spend extra time cleaning. And that's what pet fees are for. You don't need to call them out and be like, you're a liar. And No, you don't have to make it personal. Be a professional. It's a business. Yeah. And certainly don't do that while they're in the space. Yeah, no, no, it's Touching not going to go well. Because then they're going to leave your place messier 
than they would have to leave late. And they're just going to cause you more stress if you're confronting them while they are in your space. Let them leave the space before you start confronting them about the things that are small and, and at the end of the day are, are part of being in the business. Yeah, I, I had a guest today recently that, that I knew was going to be a challenging guest because she wanted a discount on the cleaning fee before she even booked and then wanted an early check-in and a late check-out as soon as she booked. Red flags. All the way, you know, was telling me that she often has the cleaning fee refunded because she's such a clean guest. And that may be true, but this is not going to happen in my property. <laughs> like, You're not going to clean that four to five bedroom property like for another guest level of clean. It takes my team like six hours, but she was, and they were up till one o'clock in the morning, both nights yelling out of the pool, ignoring the, the quiet hours. And we're using some very choice language one comment in particular I really enjoyed because I did check in on this guest because I knew they were going to be a problem. I like checked in on the cameras midway through this day, mostly to make sure they weren't being so loud that they were going dis- to disturb my neighbors because I would have reached out to them if they were being louder and or had a bunch of music or something going into the night because I care about my neighbors. Yes, you should. I, I mean, I think it's key to being like sustainable longevity. But I like them anyway. They're nice people. You know, so I checked in and I see this and I'm like, of course, you know, it's not just you want special treatment. You also just want to ignore all the rules. But I left a very balanced review. I said the house was left clean. They left on time. But I also mentioned that she wanted a discount on the cleaning fee, an early check-in, a late checkout, and we're out after midnight, two nights in a row being loud and disturbing the neighborhood, she messaged me outraged and incensed and wanted to let me know that that was not an accurate portrayal of her family and that they were all educated. And I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation with her. Now, I uh, just responded once and then I, I won't engage with a back and forth with a guest. I don't see any point in it. I have to admit, I was looking forward to leaving that review from the moment she booked. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just keeping track of all the things. And like I said, I gave her credit where credit was due. I mean, she didn't destroy the house and they left on time. And, you know, so so if someone only cares about those things, then she's a perfect guest for them. But I also wanted to let other hosts know that she was demanding entitled and needed to be managed. They can look at that review and they can decide if that's a good fit for them or not. Some hosts might not care. Right. Like if you've got a house out in the middle of the woods, you don't really care if she's loud, you know, and I know some people have gaps between check-ins and checkouts and they can offer early check-in and late check-out and it's not a big deal. I cannot do it at that property unless I just happen to not be booked the day before. Like it's just not possible. So yeah, but that's the right way. Like, I mean, I was not happy with her from the time she booked, (laughs) but that doesn't affect how you communicate with them and how you treat them because they weren't doing anything that warranted being thrown out of the property. Right. 
Which, by the way, creepy host out there, stop watching your cameras all the time. <laughs> it's why guests justifiably feel creeped out by security cameras. It's violating. There's a purpose of cameras and there's a need for them. But like you do not need to watch a guest every move and listen to their conversations and like Honestly, if you're doing that, you need to find something else a, a hobby. And I don't mean that to be mean, but seriously, you need to find something that you enjoy because that's miserable. No one enjoys that. There's some really great ring cameras posted on YouTube. If you want to watch some real drama go down, like <laughs> check out check out some of the YouTube videos. Every once in a while, Jackie sends me a gem though. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I've had a few gems that I would have never, I'm sure I've had some gems that I would never know about because I don't watch my cameras all the time. But one time I had an owner, this one just made me smile so much, but we had these young teenage boys check into a rental. They were all like maybe 20, 21 years old. They were just the most lovely guests. And they actually left the place immaculate they barely, like only one bed got slept in. They stayed up all night, just like enjoying the hot tub and drinking. They just had the most blissful time. But the funniest part was when at like 3 a.m., one of them went out the front door and kind of tripped and just rolled down the hill drunk and then just kind of like laid there for 20 minutes. And then his friend had to go out because it was really cold out. His friend went out and scooped him up like he was a little baby and carried him back in. <laughs> they were like the sweetest friends, like <laughs> taking care of each other's drunk asses. Yeah. <laughs> but they had a great time and they took such great care of the space. Like I would have never known this went down if I didn't have the property owner send me this video just, just to chuckle about it, you know. <laughs> but again, you do not need to watch your cameras. No. There are some gems. There have there have been some gems. Well, that's a perfect example of something that your property owner caught because they were watching the cameras when they really shouldn't have been. Because that's a prime example of something that should have been kind of a private moment. I mean, not that it was like, you know, no nudity or anything like intimate, but they've rented the space and they're not doing anything that warrants supervision. So leave them alone. Yep. The owner was clearly watching their videos and was concerned. Oh, they were up all night partying. I'm worried about the space. You know, we reached out to the cleaner that day and we said, how was the space left? You know, after seeing this video and the cleaner <laughs> said, this is one of the easiest cleans I've had for a while. They left the cleaner a $20 tip. Nice. Like, these nice young men, you know, like left the cleaner a $20 tip and they only slept in one of the beds because they were up all night having a ball. And the cleaner was like, barely anything's been touched. I checked the hot tub. It looks great. You know, they clearly followed the hot tub rules and, you know, they, you could just tell they were, you know, enjoying their young freedom, but also being very respectful too. It was cute. It was a cute stay. Like, again, like we would have never felt the need to look up those cameras looking at the space after they had checked out for sure. All right. I think we have thoroughly explained why we don't want you watching the cameras. Don't be a creep. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to our 
mini series on the mistakes to avoid with your new listing on Airbnb. Catch you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, we'd be so grateful if you rated and reviewed it. Also subscribe, subscribe for more insider knowledge. We can help you get the edge in the STR world. You can find additional resources for your STR journey, as well as our social media handles at the strinsiders.com.